Welcome to the spirit room. I'm Melissa White. And I'm Danielle Serank, also known as the Squamish Medium. We're mediums. And moms. And we're inspired to create this space for the spiritually curious, the developing intuitive, and the soulful spirit. Welcome again to the spirit room. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spirit Room. You're with Danielle Sarank and the beautiful Melissa White, two professional mediums and moms who are here to share all of our wisdom with you in hopes that you will be inspired and encouraged on your development path. Yes, awesome. So good to be back. And uh, yeah, I think we should get into these questions that people have sent us. Yeah, so what we did is we both posted to our social media. Melissa is Miss Facebook and I am Miss Instagram. So we have <laughs> all the platforms. I can't stay on Facebook and she can't figure out Instagram. So we're very covered here. <laughs> I really can't. I don't know how to do anything on Instagram. I don't understand the hashtag. Oh, I Instagram is so my jam. It's like if I didn't have to have Facebook because I held yeah. all my kids' pictures, like I would not be on Facebook at all. It's so funny. So if you follow my um, social media Facebook account, Danielle Serank slash Squamish Medium, it's literally just shares of my Instagram account. That's all it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa's at Melissa White, Psychic Medium, right? Or is it Psychic Medium Melissa White? I, psychic Medium Melissa White, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. So, so what we did is we posed to our our Instagram and Facebook pages. Okay, Melissa and my, me are doing a podcast now. Um, this is a really cool collaboration we wanted to do for so long. And if you had two, you know, heart-centered teacher minds, what would you want to know? So we did get a few questions. We just posed it last night, so we only have a couple. But let's just get started. So I'll just read them, and we can just take turns answering them. Okay. The first one I read was actually, I think we had a few questions very similar come through. So I'm just going to read the first one and just know that we did receive a few requests along the same lines with this topic. Yeah. So Leah asks, my question is that I always go back to how to maintain balance between opening, being open to receive messages from spirit, but not so open that you pick up everything from everyone else here and beyond. Not sure if it's because I'm an empath, but it, is it still something I struggle with? So it can make me a little apprehensive to begin opening up and receiving sometimes. So my question always seems to be around techniques that can be used to help with that day to day. Right. All right, you want to go what first? You, you want me to go? Yeah, no, I have like, you know, pretty, I'm going to be a hard ass here, but like you have complete control over your spirit self. Like you have full autonomy of managing your energy, full autonomy of managing your relationship with the world of spirit. The first thing I do with my students in any kind of development class, when we start to open up our energy with intention and feel all those feels is I get them to write a letter to the world of spirit. You write a letter to the world of spirit with your boundaries. So, you know, my boundaries might look like this. It's like, I am completely open to receiving your energy and your information when I'm in a place and position I'm able to help. That is AKA in a reading setting. I am not open to receiving, you know, information, visions while I am with my children, while I am sleeping, while I'm out trying to grocery stop. Like I'm not, you know, a drive by reader. I'm not like a computer walking around, like picking up all this stuff. That's not how I want to live my life. 
So I know that from my experience, intention is the magical recipe of life. So if you intend to not walk around being an open channel all the time, and so it is. What you say, Melissa? Uh, same thing. Um, I haven't done letters. I don't or Maybe I have, but, um, for me, it's, uh, stating it, like speaking it out loud, you know, and saying to spirit exact same thing. This is what I'm open to. This is what I'm not. Um, and it's the very same thing that I would say about intention. It's so important. And I think, yes, of course, as anybody with, um, you know, deep, deep sensitivity is going to still feel, I mean, you're going to go into the world and anytime you encounter anyone, you're going to feel their energy. Doesn't mean that you have to feel their spirit people or go into any kind of, um, you know, intentional connection on that, on that front. Um, I would actually recommend not, like you said, not, I mean, we, we're not looking to go out into the world and to be sort of this open 24 seven kind of, uh, you know, um, beacon of light because then we're taking away from the human the human experience you know we're not experiencing life uh, in a physical way um, and I think that's what you know that's what Leah was referring to is that she I think she feels she wants to, to lessen maybe what she feels empathically from people too um, and I don't know that you can never fully turn that off I think that as sensitive beings we are sensitive beings you know but certainly yeah to, to quiet the mind or to quiet the, the messages it's literally just saying no I'm not open right now like and spirit knows that I mean you say that to spirit they're not going to push it um, you know and I think that also saying when you're open, I kind of like when you're working, I would sort of flip a light switch on in my mind. When I'm done, I say thank you and I switch it off. And then I go about my my life. Um, it's almost like you put it to the back burner, you know, so you're always going to be sensitive, always going to be a medium. But when you're out in your normal day to day life, it's almost like that goes to the back and maybe you let your human self, you step into your human self, feel your physical body more and more so stay firmly kind of planted in um normal everyday things and i think you'll stay more firmly in that energy yeah and this is kind of like a two-part question like one of the parts yeah. was around spirit communication i always think of yeah. that as mediumship and yeah. my answer was more around that's how you can like set boundaries around spirit yeah. so they know how and when you want yeah. to be communicated with and i even go into my readings i don't know if you do this but you know i'm mostly clairsentient i feel a lot of my information and that's my choice and so yeah. if i have just been sick or i'm feeling really low of energy because i didn't sleep because i have two young kids i will yeah. tell spirit i can't feel as much today because i know it's going to drain me can you please show me things and allow me to hear things and know things and I'll actually specify with spirit how I want to work that day and 100% of the time they will work around how I want to work yeah. is that your experience like that's how strong intention is yeah no I think that is powerful and um you know that's actually a good point because I'm same thing very clear sentient I would say it's the strongest out of all of the clairs for me um, but I have not thought to say, oh, can you tone it down on the feeling today? Cause you know, of, of that stuff. So I'm going to try that. Um, I would say that I do set up like before I do a reading, I'll talk to spirit, God, my guides. I, and like I said, in a previous episode, kind of as a collective, you know, and I'll say, uh, today I really want to work on 
working in this way or, or trying to perceive this kind of information? Mm -hmm. You know, can you help me with that? Or can you provide me an opportunity to be able to get this kind of information? So sometimes it might be to do with, um, I really want to focus on shared memories today. So can you provide me with the opportunity? Can you show me that? Or can you help me to perceive it? You know, and they will. And it happens. And I always think like students are like, can you give me a technique to get it? And I'm like, no, literally just ask. Like that's how you're going to get it. <laughs> and I find that so interesting because, you know, especially the first years of developing as a medium, you kind of like forget it's a two-way conversation and you literally just take what you get and it's never cohesive. It's never like a story. It's like, you remember those first few years, they can be quite painful without a doubt trying to sort that out. And that's one thing I'm always hammering into people too. Like if you're not getting anything, ask something right? Like literally ask them, like, who are you with? Or like, mm -hmm. what, do, what do you do now? Or what have you yeah. seen? Right. And yeah. um, so that's really cool. I'm going to start using that technique too, because I've never thought about um, asking like, you know, about the, the shared memories and stuff. That's yeah. a really good idea. Or like, even like, you know, oh, today I really want to focus on names. Can you help me with that? And just give me the chance to do it or, <laughs> or whatever it might be, you know, and they always do it. It's so cool. It's like, and I think there's something powerful about asking beforehand because when you're in the moment in the reading, sometimes I think because we're not in our logical mind, we're mm -hmm. kind of not, you don't, I don't remember what I wanted to work on. I'm just like, I'm in it, you yeah. know? So if you do set that beforehand, it's kind of cool. I love that. Okay. So the second part of this question I feel is about that empathic ability, kind of like right. what you're talking about. So one thing that I share with my people, especially because clairsentience, I think is honestly, if we drill it down, probably one of our most all of our most like sensitive, um, you know, ability because it's mm -hmm. so, it's so, um, tangible as opposed to like clairvoyance where it could be like pinned down as your imagination, same with claircognizance, yeah. clairsentience, like you feel it, like I actually feel a stroke in my arm and I actually feel yeah. when I have breast cancer, like I have a sign for that. It's very mm -hmm. physical for me. But one thing I tell people who are more, um, you know, what's it called empathic is like when you walk around and you find yourself all of a sudden like riddled with anxiety or you're you know finding yourself sad or angry you have to ask yourself first and foremost is this mine yes right because you do walk around and you can carry um, a lot of your surroundings energy without a doubt so how do you recommend people kind of mitigate and manage that I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with just being aware of that sensitivity. And if you're taking classes and you're on a path of uh, development, you are going to continue to increase your sensitivity and realize that that sensitivity will be transferred over into everyday life too. So all of a sudden you are becoming more sensitive to energy around you, the people in your life, your environment, um, loud noises, like um, all kinds like, all kinds of things scent you know everything becomes heightened so you have to give yourself I think time alone and almost like time that is I don't want to say it has to be in a dark room or anything but I do think you have to kind of give yourself solitude and recharge recharge your batteries on a continual basis now some people that's going to be like out in nature other people it's going to be sitting and in, in meditation other people it's going to be like they get recharged by reading whatever it is but that you need to have that so that you can kind of stay in um 
sort of this like balance when it comes to your kind of output and input mm -hmm. and when the world gets loud and it's it's intense and there's a lot going on and you can feel it I think it's important to do something to nurture your own soul you know just so that you can kind of step out of that chaos I think that we get caught up in I 10,000% agree with everything you just said. And something I want to add too is sometimes it's easier to pick up the negative emotions and the positive ones. And I truly believe because our very essence of a soul and our very essence of a spirit is one of bliss and love. So therefore anger and you know all these negative feelings are a little bit more foreign to our spirit body so then therefore they're easier to pick up so if you're somebody who picks up somebody's sadness or anger why not look around the world from a positive lens and look at children laughing look at somebody embracing or look at somebody holding hands and try to tune into that love and try to tune into that joy and happiness again mm -hmm. it's choice walking around there's both beauty and there's not beauty around us everywhere we look so try to focus on the beauty, on the joy, on the happiness, just to kind of preserve your energy a little bit more. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's amazing advice. And it's so true. You know, they both exist, you know, and I think also part of it too is not fighting the sensitivity. You are, you will be, you know, you are a sentient being, you are going to experience all kinds of different energies and all kinds of different emotion and I think just um, taking taking it all in stride and taking it as part of the beautiful human experience mm -hmm. and the deeper you feel I mean I think it's a deep it's a blessing you know to be able to feel everything so deeply but of course you know there is that side of it where we do sometimes feel like oh it would be nice to just be once in a while ignorant bliss you know not mm -hmm. necessarily be feeling at all um, but you're right we have the power we have the power to you know, to sort of set those boundaries and kind of um, do what we need to do to make ourselves, um, you know, whole and feel, um, feel like we're in a, in a balanced place, you know, the spiritual aspects and the, the human life. Absolutely. No, I love that. Perfect. So hopefully, Leah, that helps answer your question. So now there's a few more really quick ones and then we'll end with like the big doozy that we know is coming. <laughs> So Brandy, who we both know, she's studying under you and she, we talk all the time on Instagram, but she really wants to know about angels. And while Brandy, we're recording the angel episode right after this, so you will be able to listen to it all over again. Um, and then my friend, um, Bliss Photography, who's Angela, who lives literally, I can see her house from where I'm sitting right now. Okay. <laughs> she said to both of us, do you guys talk through vibration? Oh, cool. What it was, so does she mean like me and you or like in general yeah. in life? Yeah, you and me. I mean, my answer to this is when I sit down and have a reading, I don't know how you work. It's interesting. We've never even seen each other like work in depth outside of the workshops that we've right. attended together, right. which are always boot camps and we do our worst work in these classes. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're students Brutal. <laughs> totally right you, it's a humbling experience sometimes but um you know do you guys work through vibration so the first thing I get people to do whether they're on the phone or zoom most of my readings are done through zoom but even in person I get people to just spell me their name first mm -hmm. and last name one because I never remember people's names so it kind of saves me when I read <laughs> back two I find that their voice carries a vibration and when their voice carries a vibration my clairsentient ability I pick up information in my body the chakras go crazy I feel things in my heart like even talking to you like when arms are covered in shivers and the right. back of my head tingles because I know that you're such an open high vibe person and that's how I pick up information through that vibration so in a lot of ways I do think that 
we communicate through vibration because we're not only picking things up with our physical ears, but we're picking up things in our heart. We know each other are like full of integrity and our heart's in the right place in this work. And I think that's why we've always gotten along. And I think that that does come through more as a vibration, more than what we say and what we do, right? What do you think? Yeah. I think so. And it's funny. I always write my client's name over and over before I start. Mm. I have to write the date that I'm doing the reading and I have to write their name. And I feel like that is sort of, I never really thought why, but that likely is sort of an, an entryway into their energy. Mm. Um, it's funny what you're saying about vibration. I believe that because my um, partner was listening to us record, I think last time he heard um, a bit of one of the episodes and he said, oh, it's so interesting. He's like, every time you do the podcast with Danielle or every time you talk to Danielle, your like best energy comes out. Like mm. you're so yourself, you're so like your energy is so high and so good, like it's such a good match. And I'm like, yeah, it's totally true. When yeah. you have that kind of matching vibration with someone, even though obviously we're like different people, we've got totally, you know, different like aspects to ourselves, but there is something of a, you know, you find like a common sort of, a common vibration where you can kind of, there's something that clicks and matches and it's like, Oh yeah. Like it, it feels like anything is possible when that vibration is, is good. You know, and I think with you and me, it's been like that since day one, like yeah. literally day one when we met in Tony Stockwell's retreat. And of course I've heard of you before, you right. know, your big name. I love you so much. I'm like, oh, oh, Melissa, I'm always <laughs> raving about Melissa. Like oh you're so God. amazing. <laughs> and then I, I finally get to meet you. And it, like literally I've met so many mediums on my path and there's none that I've actually like become like close friends with to the point where we're like almost like business partners. And we're going to be, I know we're going to do yeah. huge things together. I can just feel it. Yeah. Um, but I've always felt that our vibration is definitely of a match and our philosophies, even though we come from completely different backgrounds and completely different, you know, mediumship development upbringings in a lot of ways, um, we still have that vibrational match. And so you can't ignore it. Like you just can't right. ignore it. So yeah. in a lot of ways, I guess we do talk through vibration. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense for sure. All right. So the last question, which I, I'm going to give a shout out. I'm going to say everyone's names. Um, so okay. this is the Wild Spirit Apothecary. So she's on my Instagram. She makes, I'm holding it up to Melissa so she can see, but she makes amazing like um, ritual and beautiful and everything's like rose scent. She's like, a, she's yeah. like a true alchemist. And so um, I love it when she's writing in. So she asked a really good question, which me and Mel okay. have a lot of experience with. So spiritual work. Work, family balance with children and husband, experiences and advice. Now, this is on Instagram, so you only get so many characters, so it comes okay. from like that. But basically, around balance, like we're both mediums, we're both moms. I also have a day job in the corporate world, right. full time. How do we? How do we balance it all, Melissa? Um, I don't think we do, honestly. <laughs> uh, I looked at that question. And I, I said to Danielle, I'm like, um. I don't know that I'm the person to answer this question, <laughs> but I, it's been on my mind for, for years. Um, and I think maybe, you know, we can, we can talk about our experiences with it. Please, you absolutely. Know? People need yeah. to know. I would say, you know, it's easy when you, especially you get into this work and it's exciting and it feels really good to help people. It feels good when someone leaves and they feel like they've had some kind of healing. Like to me, and I know you feel the same. It's like, that is such an amazing feeling. There's nothing like it. 
You yeah. know, you could do any other job and it's like, would you get that same feeling? No, it's just unlike anything else. So you become almost addicted, I think, or maybe this is just my experience, but you become kind of like, okay, like I'm finally in alignment. I'm in my purpose. I know this is what I want to do. And it's all very exciting. And you, you kind of, I feel in my experience, I started to get very um, busy really fast. And so it went from like zero to a hundred real quick. So I didn't have a chance to really think about it. I was just doing it. And you wind up in this place if you're not careful and if you're not intentionally setting up your schedule to create balance, you end up in a, in a space where you're just constantly going, you're constantly working, you're constantly in this almost like living in the spirit world. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed with that over the years, it's like, yeah, can I squeeze you in? Yep, sure. You know, not wanting to say no and not wanting to, you know, to disappoint and also wanting to do the work, you know, just wanting to do it. So um, I started to recognize that I was neglecting my physical health, neglecting my physical needs. I gained, I've gained probably close to 90 pounds over the last couple years I would say last five years six years um from completely neglecting my physical health Mm -hmm. and it's not to blame mediumship or the work because it's not the work that does it Mm -hmm. it's the lack of planning on my part and the lack of prioritizing the human life because Mm -hmm. I started to find that human life was kind of like hard and kind of boring at times and kind of like I felt mundane and I just wanted to always be in that energy of spirit. And that was where I felt fulfilled. And of course, when you're in spirit, I mean, the physical body doesn't matter, you know? So it's kind of like, like living in this other world. But the problem with that is that it does catch up to you eventually. So now I'm in a space where I have to make changes because I, you know, diagnosed with type two diabetes and, you know, there's, there's things going on with my health that I do have to without a doubt look at and make changes. So I think it's lack of intentionally planning your day and your schedule and creating space for um, daily life. And not not just those things, but also you need to be able to have some days off where you're not uh, expected the pressure of performing and, and, and sort of creating these miracles is not on you. You know, for me, that's the biggest thing. When I have days off, I'm still busy. I'm with my kids. I'm still doing groceries and doing the rest of it, but it's a day that I don't have the pressure to create that energy and hold that space for somebody who's in need. You know, it's a different kind of energy. So I think, you know, if I could give any advice about that, still do normal things, still take time out, be with your kids, go do things that are not spiritual, like in nature, just, just for fun. You know, don't get so immersed. I think it's Mavis Patilla that said this too, or she's, she said it before where she talks about, don't get so spiritual that you're of no earthly good, you know, that you're not, that you're, there's no use for you in the physical world. And I think that's big. It what is- about you? Okay. Like I have a lot to say here and I think you sharing this, Melissa, and like me, what I'm about to share is going to really help people. Like it's really going to impact people. Um, so thank you for being so honest about it. Now for one, I think balance is an illusion. I don't think we are ever going to be in balance. I think it's just one of these buzzwords like purpose that always kind of like set us up to feel less than now and set up to make us feel like we're not achieving what we're supposed to be achieving. Mm-hmm. I truly believe our purpose in life is to be happy. I think whatever brings us happiness is what we should call in and therefore we put into alignment. Same with balance. I don't think that we're ever going to be 
fully imbalanced because we're all, we're human. We signed up for a human experience, and so we're always going to have our challenges. We may yeah. be perfectly feeling spiritually fulfilled, but our marriage is suffering, or we may have like a good marriage and our spiritual work's going good, but our physical self is suffering. And one thing that um, Tony Stockwell said once in a retreat is sometimes mediums are the most unhealthy people in the world. And there's a lot of reason for that because we are in service mode all the time. The last time, the last people we serve is ourselves. Sometimes we eat to ground. Sometimes we drink to numb ourselves a little bit. Sometimes like we smoke, like to have like a break. Like, so we sometimes can pick up bad habits for ourselves as like a coping mechanism because we're so much in the spirit realm because we're so much sensitive to energy. My own story is, you know, I started this mediumship journey part-time in 2013, my business in 2016, um, and I just did it part-time. I was doing it on weekends, and then I was doing it on evenings, and that started putting a hindrance on my marriage. Mm -hmm. So then I started to, you know, not adhere to that, and it definitely made my marriage struggle. Then I started looking at my corporate job, because I have like a six-figure, like, corporate job with all the, I'm putting in air quotes, security in the world. And so I actually started looking at, is that fulfilling me? And then I actually ended up quitting my job, but they ended up keeping me, but giving me part-time so then I could do my spirit work on Fridays and that helps my marriage and that helps my work. But then I'm finding I'm still not fulfilled. But what ended up happening last year is I was considering leaving my job to do this work full-time to try to bring more balance into my life. And really, again, if my life purpose is joy and my mediumship practice and my teaching practice brings me joy, then what am I doing in this corporate world? No matter what they pay me, what am I doing here? But the whole decision making process around that, because I do have two children, I do have a million dollar mortgage. I mean, we live in one of the most expensive parts in the world. There's a lot of pressure on me and I didn't want to put that pressure on my spiritual practice at that yeah. time. And so I ended up actually having a breakdown. I ended up in hospital. Um, I ended up having uh, my first ever anxiety attack to the point I was put on a heart monitor for a month. I was taken out of work. I couldn't do readings. I have now have adrenal fatigue and I'm going to have that for years. Um, and it's like trying to get your nervous system back into health mode. That was a huge path for me to get my nervous system working because as people who work in the clairsentient, we need our nervous systems to do this work. And yeah. so that's how come I'm having to call in my other gifts around clairaudience and clairvoyance. Um, and you know, this claircognizance is because my, my, my physical body cannot take it all all the time so i've actually had to incorporate regular exercise which sucks because who likes to exercise right but i do it three or four days a week i got a gym membership and yeah that means that i can't do readings every single night even though i want to because i'm having to look at this physical self you know yeah. i'm with a partner who doesn't believe in what i do he doesn't believe in mediumship he doesn't he doesn't understand why people would pay me for this. He's like, so why are you quitting your six figure job, pension benefits, all the stuff so that you can do this full time. I'm like, well, because I trust that if I'm following my purpose and my path and what brings me joy, it will always provide for me. And so yeah. like, you know, I have made some decisions in my life, which we'll talk about another time in case yeah. we're listening. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think it's always going to be, a challenge. I don't think it's ever going to be super streamlined. I think spirit's always going to challenge us to look at, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but I found, because I've had like a near-death experience in 2016 when I was pregnant with my son, had this breakdown. I can always tell now when I'm about to have a human experience because I don't sense my guides around me as much. And I even say that to my husband now. I'm like, I feel like something's 
is going to happen, like a real human experience, I call it, because I don't sense Skylar around me. Every single time now, I'll have this human experience. And it's all my fault because Spirit's giving me all the warning signs. Spirit's literally saying, like, slow down because you're going to get sick and then you're good, no good use to anybody. And then that rug gets swiped from under you. So yeah. now I'm in a place in my spiritual practice at this current moment in time, we're recording this in November, 2019 where I do readings on Fridays, one Friday a month. I don't book anything. And today's that day for me. And we're doing this podcast, but I'll, I'll literally go get a facial or yeah. I'll literally make no plans and just go have a lunch by myself. Um, yeah. And I have to slow down. And it's mostly for me because of my nervous system. I know that I need my nervous system to be top notch to do this work. And so I have literally been forced to slow down. And I never want to go through that experience again of being on the heart monitor. So that was enough to kind of like scare me into making changes. And even as I yes. go into full-time mediumship, I actually am working with a business coach on how I can structure my business so I can pay my mortgage. That may mean increasing my prices so I don't have to work as much. And I yeah. just trust that people will still want to work with me, but I have to look at this to slow down. And so, you know, I'm still kind of working on the philosophy. Can we have it all right? I cannot have my corporate job and I cannot have my spiritual practice business. I know yeah. that I've been trying it for years and that is where I'm the most out of alignment and that is where I'm the most unwell. Yeah. I think that it's different seasons in life for different, different aspects, you know? And, um, yeah, the thing with, um, the spiritual work is that it is so consuming in mind, body, spirit, you know, it's, it, it takes all of you, you know, and it takes so much devotion and dedication. So I think it's just important for people to, yes, embark on it and do it with a, like an open heart and take, you know, allow it to take you where it's going to take you. But I think also just keep your feet firmly planted on the ground and, and still, you know, recognize that you're still needed in the human world, you know, your family needs you. Um, and you know, there's, there's things that we need to do to keep ourselves healthy, you know, and I think you're right. The actual balance doesn't, I don't think anybody has it figured out really fully, you know? Um, and so, you know, it's just always going to be maybe a work in progress, but just to be mindful of it, you know, and to, I know what you're talking about when, when things start to get shifting, I do feel the same thing at the hardest times. It's when it's harder, hardest to feel your guides and your loved ones, because I think that we're so deep in that human experience that it becomes almost like, Hey, like, where did they go? Like, I you're supposed to be here and they are there um but yeah it's almost one of those things that we have to go through and i i definitely know what you feel about like breaking down you know that was um there's been times over the last couple of years where yeah i mean my human life has been up and down and there's been you know breakup of my previous marriage and all of that kind of stuff and i would say that the spiritual work was kind of an escape you know i i think that it can become almost a bit of a crutch you know you're so busy helping others that it's like oh can't look at my own stuff oh well you know and i don't think that's healthy either i think that we need to always be um doing our own and, and processing our own emotion you know because we we tend to I think forget about that sometimes. So yeah, yeah, it's an important question, important thing to look at. I don't know if I think that we'll see, we'll chat about it again in another six months or another year and see where we're at with it. 
Yeah. And I think we'll do a lot more episodes on, you know, the spiritual business aspect of it, because as much as we don't like looking at this being a business, it is, this is how, you know, we make our living and this is how we serve not only the human collective here in the conscious collective, but it's how we serve the world of spirit. It's something that we are so dedicated to. And I am more dedicated to the spirit work than I think anything else in my life, like other than being course. But I also find the process of being mum and mumming my kids to be a spiritual experience as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they're our greatest teachers without a doubt. I mean, we yes. can be the most Zen spiritual people and our kids can trigger us <laughs> yes. right off our path. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just sort of like, yeah, these beings that I feel like are very much so many, so much of the time, like reflecting and showing us oh, the more healing that we need to do, you know? Yeah, one final thing I wanted to say about that too is because I used to feel like I was abandoned, like when I couldn't sense spirit around me as much. And I could feel it because you don't actually realize they're gone until, or I see, I put in air quotes gone. Yeah. I don't think that they ever go away. Yeah. But I think that, um, I call it like they step back. And when I used to yeah. go into meditation, ask spirit and ask Skylar, like why, why have I been left behind? And after years, I finally got this answer around because you need to focus on different areas of your life. Forget about us, right? Look at your marriage, like look at your relationship with your children. And I feel like sometimes they step back because they're encouraging us to look at other areas of our life that are requiring our attention. Yep. 100%. Yeah. And I mean, I think that also it's just sometimes we have to be able to go out on our own for a bit and almost it's almost like a they look at us I think as in a way almost like their children you know they're sending us out Mm. into the world go experience and then come back let's regroup let's like sort this out and then you go back out again on another sort of venture and then come back again and kind of you know like go from there so I, I totally agree totally agree so to answer your question wild spirit apothecary not very well. <laughs> yeah. No, sure, no. But I think that we're getting there. I think yeah. that we're getting there. And you know, you, I think you're the same as me. It's like, people don't believe me when I say I'm stubborn. I'm so stubborn. I will not listen. I, spirit tells me all kinds of things that I need to do and things that I should implement and things that I should do for myself. And they'll have other medium friends like you tell me the same messages and students that happen to just be like, Oh, I feel inspired to tell you blah, blah, blah. And it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, yes, yeah, I know, I know. Um, but it's like, I think until we are ready and mm-hmm. until we decide, okay, like I'm taking charge of this area of my life and I'm going to bring those it can't, it can't happen until the, until you're ready. Exactly. And that's what, exactly why I don't waste money on psychic readings anymore. Like mediumship yeah. and psychic, I think are very different yeah. because it doesn't matter what somebody tells me I'm going to do. Like I'm actually going to make my own decision. I'm exactly the same in that way. I'm very stubborn. And again, you know, we'll keep encountering the same lessons until we, until we're ready to look at them and master them. Yeah. And that's the beauty of being a human. And that's a beauty of having this experience. So, you know, one thing though, for people who are feeling out of balance, please don't judge yourself for it. Please don't be even harder on yourself for it. Like that's going to put you on this hamster, hamster wheel psychic that will just like knock you off your vibration. And it will just, it serves no one any good. So just yeah. Accept where you are in your path. Just fully accept it and embrace it and make the changes you can make, but don't beat yourself up about it. 
100%. I recognize that each person's situation and, and journey is going to be so unique and different. So yeah, there might be people out there totally killing it. And like, they have like their health under control, and they're doing this and doing that. Focus on your own, you know, like what it is for you, because you have different life experiences, you have different wounds that, you know, still need healing, you have different past life experiences, like, we're all sort of on our own unique journey. And I think that, um, yeah, don't don't be hard on yourself. But also don't look to other people and think, oh, like they haven't figured out because I really believe even the people who do still have things that they have to figure out. You know, so we're, I don't think, I think we're in it together and, and nobody is sort of like got it figured out yet. For sure. And we'll keep checking in with you on this. And, you know, we know by sharing these kind of stories, you might be able to see a pieces of your own story within ours. And, you know, one thing I find as a teacher is I try to spare my students hardships that I've had. They'll have different ones. Yeah. Don't repeat my lessons if you, if you can. Right. So you know, maybe this will help inspire somebody before they launch their spiritual business to look at this stuff. Um, and you'll encounter different issues. It's never going to be a super smooth ride, but if we can spare you even these things that we are experiencing, that's why we're sharing them. Oh, for sure. And I think there's such power in being able to kind of be honest and um, vulnerable. And I think that um, it was kind of rare. I don't know a lot of people who are totally that way when it comes to this kind of stuff so it's I think it's beautiful to be able to do that people can see like the good the bad the kind of ugly but also the amazing and the miraculous you know that's that's all it's all there you know it's all part of our it's all part of our sort of unfoldment absolutely and obviously there is enough good to this path that we keep on it like I would never hop up I would never consider giving this work up even despite the challenges that I've had around it because it is that fulfilling it is that beautiful and is that magical a hundred percent and you know there will be times there will be times I think you know that you do come to a place where you have to evaluate you know and assess things um but there's always that I always find that even in the, the hardest times um, on the path or even in life, spirit will, it's like they know that you're getting to that point where you're like, okay, something needs to shift. She needs some, she needs to be re-encouraged because we could see who she's slipping, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they'll place some amazing experience in front of me and I'll remember and go, oh yes, that's why, you know? So all of the sacrifice, all of the hard work, all of the like dedication that's required, um, you're constantly being reminded, you know, oh yes, but look at this, look at the, look at the miraculous, you know, and it far, by far outweighs any of the stuff that's, that's more difficult. For sure. Well, we hope that you really enjoyed these Q and A's and the A's to the Q's. Um, and we really enjoyed speaking about it. So we will definitely do more Q and A in the future. So stay tuned to our social media channels. Um, so I'm at Squamish Medium on Instagram and squamishmedium.com. Melissa, you are uh, psychic medium Melissa White on Facebook, and then Melissa White Sacred Soul. That's my website. So yeah, keep in touch with us. Um, it's cool to have interaction. So yeah, we we will I think uh, create our own um, probably our own page for our podcast or maybe a group or something um, okay. so that we can have interaction. Like bring the two worlds together. Absolutely. Your Insta people and my Facebook people <laughs> have like a little intermingling. Um, but yeah, no, thank you guys so much for listening. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.